I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agape Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. We have survived Valentine's Day. Go us. And on this week's episode, we have two co-hosts. We have Christina Mavronas. Yeah, I said it in Greek because I'm Greek. I'm going to say Greek names in Greek. Uh, Christina Mavronas, she is an actor and also funny. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and we also have stand-up comedian Gus Costadelis, also Greek, both from Brooklyn. Yes. How you doing? How you doing? And I have to give myself a little pep talk on not to mirror yourselves because I do see myself bringing out the jersey. I have been watching some of my episodes lately just to like see what I'm doing. And I notice that like when I get heated, I start to talk like a jersey girl. Yeah, it's you and get I, feisty. You get right. Feisty. And I feel like I'm devolving. Like I'm personally like I'm like, yeah. oh, man, you worked so hard. I get that way when I see my brothers. My brothers have such a thicker, thicker accent than I do. I mean, they really, they really, they really talk like, they talk like, a, like a newsie. Yeah. But like a newsie that used to be a car mechanic for like a <laughs> Greek guy. So it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, bro. He like barks at everybody. He calls his wife bro, which I mean, whatever, you know what I mean? But like, Wait, I, so when I'm with up. them, I, Some, re I devolve into them. Somebody asked me a question. Oh my gosh. Wait, when they call their wives bro, it's like in a loving way. Yeah, it's like a loving, yeah, bro, I yeah. Mean, it's I not like, I say bro to everybody, so I get it. Somebody asked me on Ask a Matchmaker like weeks back about like, oh, I'm dating a guy, but he keeps calling me bro. Is it like, do you think I've been friend zoned? And I'm like, yes, but maybe no. I mean, it's, not according it, to my brother. It no. depends. It really does depend. It, do, it does depend. It does Cause depend. Because it's like, it's a like, like Brooklyn, Bay Ridge. Like sometimes it just comes out. It's like, oh, say bro, bro, come on. You know what I mean? It's like in the language. But like, I think it, it, I think it's specific when a girl says it to a guy like that. If I'm like, oh, bro, how you doing? That's when I'm like, friend I just friend zoned you. Stay in the box. Oh, <laughs> oh I, see, I see. I see. But if a guy's calling a girl, bro, it's just it's just colloquial. Yeah, sounds, exactly. We're learning so much about Brooklyn today. <laughs> it's like it's like Greek. Get ready. We're only two minutes in. It's inflection. It's the sound. You know, it's yeah. like, how are you saying it? And you started a podcast called Welcome to the Neighborhood. Yes, yes we did. We did. Well, it's actually, technically, it's called Welcome to the Neighborhood. Neighborhood. <laughs> if we're really getting technical. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's no kidding. R in it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Neighborhood. Neighborhood. Um, okay. You gotta sound like you're from the union. Do you have any props? <laughs> do you have any props? Props? No. Well, actually, we the, do. We technically have props, yeah. Like no uh, Greek coffee cup, blue and white. We do it. We have co we don't have the Greek coffee cups. We have regular coffee cups. We have one with Christina's name <laughs> on it because she's a narcissist. <laughs> and then we have like Greek little doilies everywhere. It's my, my grandmother's. Doing and we'll have stuff. dessert when we have like a guest. We have like a we have a Greek dessert for we them. Have some something. nice plates. Some yes. vintage plates. We bring. What kind you? of desserts? We've had vasilopita and we've had kulurakia so far. Yeah. We've only had two guests, so we got it. Yeah, we're working on it. Okay, yeah. So when I'm a guest on your podcast, yes, I just invited myself. Uh, <laughs> what 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 dessert would you? Oh, have easy, cook. <laughs> Come on, <babe. laughs> so and not uh, the tiny cooks, the big cooks. No, no, I want no, the, the big very cocks. big cocks. Yes, big with the cream, cooks. very creamy you in the middle. You have to make this a clip. 
This okay. is uh, so we let's just give really quick give a for those who don't know about Greek desserts because I think this is important. You can impress your date mm-hmm. next time you go to a Greek bakery. Oh, one hundred percent. Right, and uh, <laughs> you know we, you guys mentioned two. One is Vasilopita, which I mean that's kind of like a January dessert. It's it was a New Year's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a New Year's episode. Made it. Yeah. made it. It's so. a New Year's cake. Yeah. Did you put you put lemon zest or orange zest? Lemon. Mm. Mm. That's the way to do it. <laughs> We both just went, mm. yeah, that's the way to do it. I've seen people do orange zest and I'm like, who hurt you? No, lemon. You need the acidity. Yeah. And it has more that's acidity than the yeah. orange. I, I, this year I put, I took um, lime extract, added a little, Ooh. dabbed it oh. into. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. It just well, the, or- just the orange is for the Ravani. Yeah, yeah. That's specific. If you yeah, put yeah, orange yeah. in the Vasilopita, you need. Right. Yeah. And then the other one you said. You had what? We had kuluraikia. Kuluraikia. Kuluraikia are like butter cookies. Yes. Yeah. Twisted. And um, nice. I like mine moist. How about you guys? That's my the mom's only time were I'll fluffy. Use that word. My yes. mom's were truly fluffy and moist, and I do like that. That's the ones favorite. that we had for there were from were from a bakery where they were a little tougher. It was in the medium. Mm. But if you dip it in the coffee, oh, that's the best. That's the that's perfect. The best. See, the hard ones are for coffee. Yes. Yes. But not the, like not like olive oil hard. Like some no. people make them where it's no, like no. a rock. No, it's no, 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 that's, no, that's no, no. You don't need a that. Brick. I get upset. No, I'm yeah. like, you're awful. No, yeah. you don't know how to bake. Gok. If you go to a bakery, I know it sounds nasty, but it's not okay. It's <laughs> it's a circular. It's, it's circular, circular. First, first of all, yeah. so it's not gok shaped like you think it is. And it is spelled K O K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother ordering it that one, and we would just we would bother her so. So my bad. dad does it. My dad barely speaks English. So my dad, I remember being in case like, I mean, I didn't know the word yet either when I was a kid going to Astoria. And he's like, a box of coke. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, you knew who was American there when they did that laugh. <laughs> and, you know, my dad's a Greek guy who holds a grudge. So I'd be like, why, why are they laughing? Why are they why laughing? They laugh at my yeah. coke. No, yeah. we, we bothered my mom so bad. She'd be like, I, I like this one. And point at it. And we're like, we, you have to say it. What? They don't know. Yeah. And she's like, this one. And it's like, so say good. It. So it's They're like, yeah. it's like, like bread. It's like sweet bread with a custard with another sweet bread and like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. on top. And it's like. With a cherry and usually in the middle. it looks kind of like a Whopper. Yes. Yes. It gives, it's giving good. Whopper. Yeah. In, yeah. In but Greece, I had sweet. that and they covered it with banoffee. Oh, I was, I was, was it good? I, you know what I had in Greece recently that blew my mind? Lukumades, but I had it with Nutella, with Merida. Oh yeah. They do it now. They have this Lukumades place in Athens that does all the things now. Yeah. Yeah, So that's where we stayed. That that hotel right there is where we stayed. And we went there. Lukumades are honey puffs. Yeah. Yes. And they're just dough balls. I try to explain to people sometimes too. I was like, I don't know if you guys have this where you're from in Greece, but where my parents, both my parents are from in Greece. If your mother, first of all, you rarely make lukumadas at home. But if you were making lukumadas at home, it was like to tell your family, oh, my daughter just got her period for the first time. <laughs> Do you remember this? Oh, no, we had no boys in the house. So oh, we, we, had, we had all boys in the house. So I just remember like I got my period for the first time. And my mother, who's never made a Greek dessert in her life, you know, like, we, we, we have to make lukumades. We have to make lukumades. And then she called my grandma. And she's like, we're making lukumades today. And my grandma's like, oh, she starts crying. And I go, what is wrong oh with God. people? That's Maybe weird. That's I've never like heard a, yeah, that. that's like that. Maybe that's just a you thing. That's like, no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> not. No, no, that's no. Like, that's how we break it to the family. You got a woman now. You got a woman now. Learn, learn to make Honey puffs. <laughs> Honey puffs. Uh, not to say that my mom does. My mom, my mom, my mom made meals. 
If you weren't big on dessert, though, then that's yeah. different. Yeah, you know, baking is. and making meals is completely different. Yeah, and like it's funny because I look at my mom's girlfriends and like my mom's best friend, she was like the best at desserts. So I think since we always did our holidays together, everyone just took. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah, she brought that. You brought that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My mother hated cooking. I hated everything. She's like, next lifetime, I'm going to be a man and not in the kitchen. <laughs> we were all three girls who was on a diet who was you know eating yeah. what when you know that's so fun. my mom did everything and then she would make fun of the other women in the family for not being able to do things she's like oh you know Thialitza can barely make a steak <laughs> she puts it on the frying pan and the kids get food poisoning like they're like she was so mean about it yeah uh, my mom did not cook Monday through Friday wow yeah she was like who so, you know, after school, there's Greek school. There's We're there's such Greek products kids. of the 90s. We're like, we really, wow. Any Gen Z kid would be like, yeah, so, so like, what the hell are you going about? We had, we had Greek school. Like every, like you know every I mean? other kid, right? Like every, look, I don't know about you guys, but I, my parents, they came here alone. They didn't have siblings. I mean, my mom has a brother, but he's like an hour and a half away. My, my dad's the youngest of nine kids, seven that made to adulthood. Nine kids? But they all live, the youngest. So the seven. So the seven that made it to adulthood. Um. They all live in Athens. You know, my parents, like I'm sure most of us, June 15th, you yeah. know, switch the backpack for a luggage. Unaccompanied minor. Yeah. Back when unaccompanied minor wasn't a thing. No. no one, we didn't wear an orange vest. No, it was just. Oh, I had an orange vest. But you and I have a nine-year age difference. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, ju I'm just saying I'm a little younger is what I wanted to say. When I don't I said that. I'm just younger. I'm young. I'm beautiful. I'm spry a delicate flower. i'm out here my hips are mobile i remember being a teenager when a company mobile happened like yeah. a company, a company you know, minor a, yeah yeah a company yeah. minor happened and i was like oh that because i remember being an eight-year-old sitting next to like a 45 year old man who's smoking yeah yeah olympic airways like yeah puff puff and yeah. i'd be like so do you think we <laughs> i forget saying this this man do you think we're going into a portal and then we just get there like we're not really yeah, you're eight years old you're annoying this kid this, this poor this man poor with every man question you're like smoking. yeah yeah yeah. is this gonna be like halloween town you're like <laughs> he's so thrilled yeah yeah he's just like shit i gotta babysit as well now. <laughs> <laughs> look i was doing my part i'm not getting groomed yeah you were eight years old yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. you did like, everything you could you're like i'm gonna be annoying as hell that this man wants nothing to do with I me. remember I was I was don't, don't molest me <laughs> Please, yeah annoy him so much that he's like fuck this girl I can't deal with this bitch I'm out of here I had plans today and he you know what never mind I'm just I'm just gonna go to Athens I'll find someone in Athens <laughs> but it's so dark fuck this. this is dark this is dark but um my, I, I was in an uncompanied minor once and I had the guy next to me was first of all it was okay so it was a flight back from Athens and he was the only black person on the plane, which I, you know, which by the way, now, which uh, I'm the minority on the plane, right? right, right. <laughs> but as a 12 year old, what is now not Greek? As yeah. a 12 year old, I was fascinated. So I was like talking to him the whole time. I was annoying him too, because he was also <laughs> watching Naruto, that anime. And so I was just like so fascinated by this adult man who was clearly in his like late 40s who was watching anime on a plane alone, clearly alone. Wait, were you, when you were not a company minor, did you have a TV in front of you? I, I don't know if I had a TV at that point. I think I we did. did have a TV because I think I watched some bad movie. I think it was uh, actually I can't name the movie because we can't, but <laughs> I'll whisper it later. Anyway, what? what? 
It's my life in ruins near Bardala. Oh God! <laughs> it was near Bardala, so I can't say it. But that's anyway, embarrassing. So I so I was watching it, and then I was chatting him up the whole time because I was so fascinated by him. And then I found out he was the air marshal, and that's oh. why that's why he was alone on the plane. And he was like, "I'm here just in case anything goes down." So actually, he was like, "You're an unaccompanied minor, and you happen to be sitting next to the safest person on the plane. Like, if anything happens, I got you." I he got said to you. me, That's and he great. showed me the front. He didn't show me his like passport inside, but he showed me the front of his passport, and he was legit an air marshal. And all the flight attendants knew him and were chatting him up the whole time was and giving cute? him free shit. He was not cute. No, he was just like this old man. I mean, he was an old man. Like so, he was so eight years old. Asking. I was like 12 years old. He was in his late 40s. Okay, so when I was, I was an just... minor, it was when the TVs would come come down, like come yeah. down and oh, everyone's like staring yeah. 10 aisles away. I do remember that for like a split moment in my life. I can't believe it. I, you and I only have like a five year age difference. And yet yeah. I yeah. remember the first time like I was in. I also, high school? My uncle, high school, college? I was like, Maria was like, I remember the first time we voted. <laughs> <laughs> the first president. Listen, okay, a few weeks ago, I had a 21-year-old on this couch. Okay, and she age-shamed me. She's like, <gasps> you're 39 and you have a dating podcast? Queen. Oh, you're so hip. Queen. You could take the First queen all, and the way that you said that, that. That's the thing is when you're like queen. Yeah, like, that's like you're being positive when you're like queen. That's because you just don't want to say what is in your head. Yeah, after queen, that's rude. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't. She couldn't understand. I was like. I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm old, but even if I am, right. like, it's not old. If it's like, you better work, yeah, it's exactly. positive. If, it's, if, if it's, snack. you better work, it's not good. It's literally not good. It's actually, you better have to, you have to get a job. Unemployment has run out. You gotta go to, go to work. Slay. <laughs> yes. Slay. Slay. Hey, it's Matchmaker Maria. Did you know that in 2014, I started the Agape Intensive? This is a multi-session, collaborative dating mindset reset, where I share the knowledge I have to get you into more positive dating experiences. This program is offered both virtually and in person. That's right. Our next in-person Agape Intensive is taking place in New York City, March 7th to the 10th. What I love about the Agape Intensive is that it's not built to change you, but to change your dating habits. Imagine if your entire dating history was an Etch-a-Sketch. Remember those, that red rectangle thing with the white knobs? Okay, so imagine all those lines that make up the list you've been looking for and your dating history and all of your dating fatigue. What Agape Intensive will do is shake it all up. I'm just gonna clear it out. And then I'm going to teach you about compatibility and personality typing and identifying attachment styles and figuring out your self-sabotaging beliefs. And then I'm gonna teach you how to use those knobs to rewrite your dating experiences. And when you finish the Agape Intensive, we don't just leave you alone, no, 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 no. You get access to our Inner Circle WhatsApp community so you can talk to other grads and you get access to our weekly office hours. That's where you get to do a 30 minute Zoom with me and the other grads every single Monday. If this is something you're interested in doing or learning more information about, check out the show notes. Hi, Maria. I was a graduate of the December intensive and it changed my mindset. It really clarified things that I had not been able to put into words before. Two weeks after that incredible three days, I had a date with my ideal man. I can't, I, oh, it makes me flustered to think about it because I can't 
really articulate just how amazing it feels. Love has never felt this right. It has never felt this comfortable and it has never felt this exciting. What the intensive did for me is allowed me to not just understand who it is that I was looking for, but it helped me understand what it is that I bring to the table. So when I walked into our first date, I had a confident openness that I have never exposed to anyone I've met in my life. I just keep telling the other women from my group, my nine other ride or dies, that whatever sorcery we did together in those three days has changed my life. And I am intensely happy. And I just wanted to say thank you. And for anyone who's thinking about maybe doing the intensive, sign up now, make the investment in yourself. It's, it's wonderful. It teaches you a ton about yourself. And I think maybe that's something that people don't really know is that it isn't just about finding who it is that you want. It's about really understanding who you are and how you operate so that you can go out there and meet the right people. I'm just blissed out. Thank you. There's a lot of shit going on here. Um, I don't even know how to like transition this right now. So, your podcast, we had a we had an interval in the middle. We did. We did have an interval. We, we, we shot six episodes. Yes. And they were great. And then I went to Greece and we were going to take a little break for three weeks. And then my mom died. And then we took a longer break. And then I don't know why she I'm, had to make it why. about herself. Yeah, I know. It's always about her. It's right literally now. always about, it's always about my mom. Yeah. yeah. God so let's, damn it. Let me take a step back for those who are not Greek and not understanding who Gus Cosadelis is. Gus is a really popular Greek American comedian who blew the fuck up mm -hmm. in during the pandemic because you started the group. You just pretended to be your, you just wrote, you just said whatever your mom said. Pretty much, yeah, in English. Uh, yeah. In yeah. English, yeah. With like the Greek and English accent, you know, do it. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, the Greek the Greek accent that we all do, that you know, we all you know have inside is? of us, deep-rooted. Yeah. What are you talking about? The secret yes, to this. I don't have an accent. It, I don't the, have a Greek accent. Secret, I cannot do it. The secret to this is to say every single syllable. Syllable. And my favorite word to listen, to hear Greeks say is the state next to New York. I want to hear you say it. Oh. Say it. New Jersey? No, 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 no. Connecticut? No, no. Connecticut. Connecticut. Con Connecticut? Yeah. That is my favorite. That's a hard one. That and uh, the word uh, that Greeks say when they want to go swim, uh, the location is the? The bits. The bits. The, the, bits. the, bits. the bits. That's, that's I my favorite. Every Greek guy I talk to, when like going on a day and they find mm -hmm. out I'm from like the States, they're like, I went to New York and I also went to Boston. To Boston? Connecticut. Boston. To Chicago. <laughs> to Chicago. Tarpen Springs. And then I took a road trip <laughs> and I went all the way to California. <laughs> I love God. that you're like, I, I remember, I, I love traveling. I did all these tours yeah. in Greece and I, all the tour guides really cracked me up because they would be like, this is the, the Ask a Matchmaker podcast, <laughs> the podcast Ask a Matchmaker. <laughs> and everything, this is the temple of Apollo, the Apollo temple. <laughs> Everything, literally every single thing. You have, yeah, it's and it double. was just hilarious. So your mom died. So my mom died in Greece on Which vacation. Which was a big, big identity. I actually yeah. will include the link to this incredible piece that just came out last week on the Today, the Today Show. Yes, 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 yes. But like, I feel like we were, you know, we're friends with Gus, mm. you know, and you created this character who's based off the real person and that real person became part of your content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Earth chattering. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just a crazy time. I mean, it was just a crazy time. I was on a beach in Crete, and I don't, I'm talking about like touristy Crete, I'm talking about my husband's village. And I could hear the people next to me, just two Greek aunties, not American, who were like, oh, I'm gonna just translate, I'm just saying in English, oh, look, 
look, his mother died. And I'm like, mm. who's like, I'm like, whose mother died? Like, I'm thinking it's someone from the village. And they're like, they're like Gus, the Greek mom. And I'm like, Wow, he's all the way over here. Wow, that's crazy. I had crazy. no, like, it blew my mind. I know you texted that. me that when you when it happened, it I and I, it just was like so. It was yeah. bizarre. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was crazy because when it happened in Greece, it was like I was walking around everywhere I was going, and it was in Athens too. So I was like walking around everywhere I went. People were stopping me, and uh, and she was, died suddenly. It was so, like, so sudden. Yeah, and uh, it, yeah, it was it was it was like we, she was waiting for the ferry to come in Zakynthos, uh, and then she smoked a cigarette. She turned to my dad. She was. Like I have a weird pain right here, and then she collapsed, and that was it. Literally, it DOA right there. Uh, it wasn't DOA. She was brain dead, but then they oh, flew her right. private plane to Athens to see if there was anything they could do. And then by the time she got there, it was too late, and the right side of her brain had just kind of bled out into the left side, and there was no I mean, there was no way that she, like she was just going to be a vegetable forever, even if like we, you know what I mean? If there was any. There was no, there was There's, just it. It was it. That was it. And then she passed I'm five sorry, days later, no. naturally. And then a week later, me and my boyfriend broke up. So it was just like, oh, I know. It was back to back to And back. I still look this hot. Can you believe? I'm still out here. <laughs> Woo! But, and I was like, all right, so I'm not going to talk about the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've recorded six episodes. When are we going back into the I, honestly, right, right, right. Like, I was like, that does not even I didn't even matter. know you had a podcast until literally six yeah. weeks ago. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh, great i can't wait to listen to this you know yeah, like, yeah um but it resumed again like literally like almost like a year from when we started yes yeah, yeah. it was like full circle like around christmas time yeah 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 that's true o almost kind when of. you broke up were you planning on breaking up before your mom died or do well, you think the thing your is, mom is we kind of got into like, a fight and uh, we got into a fight like three days before my mom died and it was like we were on in this Greece. You in Greece we were on vacation, we were on vacation right? together and then there was this like tension between us and then you know as it all went down it just kind of was like I think it put things in perspective for me and made that decision a little easier and I think it was also like I don't have the capacity to deal with my mom dying and fix this issue in this relationship that was a huge issue that would need a lot of work. And I was like, I don't have it in me. And so I think it was ultimately the right decision. Everyone's looking at me you're so sad right now. I like looked around and everyone was so sad, except you, you're on your phone. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm, I'm just so like, kidding. I'm like, I'm like, we're on a matchmaker. Maria's like, so sad. Doo, 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 I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Un unpacking it. Somebody asked me in Ask a Matchmaker, I'm Greek Orthodox. You know, my faith is important to me. I want to remain a virgin until I get married. Oh, I remember seeing that, I think. Yeah. It was on a, yeah. Sorry. It was a story. Yep. It was a video, actually. I made a video on that one. And I was like, first of all, great. Like, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Not my journey. Not my but journey good for you. Good for you, girl. Good for you. <laughs> and I. You better work. You better, okay? Slay. Slay, queen. Now. Period. <laughs> you are saying, you are asking matchmaker Maria. You're asking the matchmaker Maria. You're not asking a freaking priest. A, pri a priest. Yeah. You're right. This is a confessional. You're also asking a person who has come up with the 12 date rule and hoe phase. Like this is my which vocabulary. Which I like to integrate. Which I like to integrate. You want to do 12 date rule with someone else and hoe phase someone you is never married? Is that legal? Do it. Yes, I do that. It is legal. It is legal. I do that. There is a point though. Uh oh. Like four dates in when you're doing 12 date rule, you're like, I'm done. And that's how yes. you know you're on the right track. But anyway. I digress, yeah, let's yeah. go back. So she asks this question and I respond in a video. I say, I am not the right person to ask. I guess if you're asking me for my professional opinion, I would maybe on the profile write the word Christ. That way it creates sort of like a, 
like it lets people know. Yeah. You know, I agree with that. You know, if you put in Christ like believer in Christ on your hinge profile. That's very specific. Very specific kind of person I to believe in. Swipe left on those. Right. Because you might think, I wanna wait until I get married after. Yeah, like when I see like typical Sunday and they're like, wake up, coffee, church, I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> And you know what? Can't do that. My, I actually, best, my best friend actually goes. I just was a groomsman as well. He goes to church every Sunday. I, I found to that church out. Every, I I'm found on, that out two weeks ago. Though I was, I've known them council. for twelve years. I was like, oh, oh you're on the church. you're on the council. Wait, yeah, let, let, I, me I, let me get there. Let me get there. Hold on, hold I know on. Yeah, yeah. So I said. It, so my response was, I'm not the right person to ask. But if you're asking my professional opinion, maybe you write the word Christ in your profile so the people who believe in Christ, who maybe would want to wait, or maybe understand that you want to wait they'll be like, swipe right. Because there are men like that, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. that's fine. And then I said, because I don't know, I think I'm funny. I said, but you know, you're Greek Orthodox. Once you go Greek, you can't sit for a week. <laughs> See that? I've already told you that's why you're not laughing. Because I called him to make sure that I was like, am I off here? This is an old joke. The back door is the way. <laughs> Do you know that someone at my church complained about me? Oh. And then Can told other people. And then the the freaking telephone, they are writing Facebook posts. I have the Facebook post. Oh, they, they got removed, but I got the screenshot because they into a said book. there is a woman in our church encouraging our youth to do anal sex as a way to preserve their virginity. How did they get to anal? <laughs> How do they get to anal is what I want to know. What That's on them. You know, you have to understand that certain things are just, they, it's you, you but said where that. Where is yeah. that? Where, what? That's a stretch. Right. And then somehow that gets snowballed too. I tell because the, once you go I, Greek, you this? won't sit for a week. It has nothing to do with sex. It's purely because we're annoying people and we're just. Well, <laughs> my perverted brain went to the sex. I'm gonna be hella honest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. Also it's a joke. A joke. Like it's, a joke. it's also a joke. Who's like, literally also, a joke. Also, this person was it youth? Was it a youth that reached out to you? No, it was okay. a, an adult. Oh, she was 25, actually. Yeah. Like I didn't even know Greek people waited until marriage. So now I'm learning. I had a friend that waited, and you know it. It, she, it, you know, worked out for her good and, for her. you know, good for her. I, I was very happy and, you know, supported her throughout that whole entire process. I go to church every Sunday. I don't consider myself religious. I go there for the yeah. community. I go there for the emotional and but moral support. I think that's support. beautiful. I think that's needed as well. Like, dude, I, listen, my mom got sick three years ago. I couldn't, I would not be here today if it weren't my mom's 34 best friends who go to church every Sunday. Yeah. I see them on Sunday. Even though my mom might be too sick to come on Sundays, I get to go, I get to talk to them. Mm. I feel like I have my support group. And for, and that includes a little religion. Okay, like I'm cool. I, I believe in God. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah. I can't quote scripture for shit. Yeah. Which is the most weird sentence I've ever said in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. friends with my priest. So I can't do the whatever. puppet. I, I can't shirt. do anything. Yeah. 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 I can't, I can't <laughs> quote scripture for sure. Let me shirt. I would wear that. I actually, I don't believe in God, but it's weird because I've done a lot of Greek churches. Like I used to perform. <laughs> I did a whole tour. I did literally like a 47 city tour in like 2022 of did like mostly. Did you ever mostly, say once you go Greek, you can't sit for a week? I did not say that, but a, a few people in the church would have issues with me talking about the fact that I was gay and anything You're revolving gay? that. No, no. In <laughs> fact, I brimming, brimming with heterosexuality today, I Listen, have to say. There's the island of Lesbos. Greek people invented gays. There's also so the there's island of, of Mykonos. Mykonos which is, <laughs> the Lesbo, the lesbians can here? go to the Lesbos. Well, no, the first documented gay, a lesbian, was in Lesbos. 
first documented. Um, that's why. Zeus didn't have any husbands? Zeus, that, that, Zeus was like, yeah, but yeah. that's not human. But Zeus is canonically, you know I mean? canonically queer. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is like... The is... <laughs> The only source is basically uh, Frankie Grande, I have to tell you. <laughs> like, it's it, just to be real. I had a church one time that I was doing reach out to me a week before the show and being like, you can't talk about being gay at all. <gasps> after we signed contracts, after we did everything. And I was like, I I'll emailed them. the money. I emailed them back and I said, ac no, actually, I said, uh, I actually said, uh, no, absolutely not. I will talk about being gay. And if you have a problem with that, I don't care. And this is absolutely horrible for you to ask. And if people have problems with me talking about being gay, then they shouldn't be parents, is what I said. <laughs> and then I said, where should I send the deposit back? I don't need the money. And, Did you give him my back? Uh, no, the priest called me because he knew it was going to cause a big deal. And I, if I said anything on social media and he was like, what listen, was the church? don't be scared. It was some church in Long Island. It was oh my somewhere. God, I can't believe he like. Did you really give the money back? I no. So what happened was the, the priest called me and was like, oh, listen, we just want to we just want to smooth things over. You know, it's OK. You Hush can talk money. about it. You can do the jokes and whatever. And I was like, if I can do the jokes and if I can do the set you as, make it extra gay as I want it to, I will do it. And I no, I actually I, I don't. The set that I do in the churches I isn't so petty. I isn't really extra, extra gay. gay. Well, I mean, I guess I, I did a little bit, but uh, I did book an opener that has like four or five minutes about being gay, which I was like, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> He's straight, but he's like, I think a lot of people think I'm gay, and it's like, all right, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, the joke, the show went well, and the mm. jokes went well, mm. and everybody was fine. It's just always that one person in it's these church environments that, that gets mad and then ruins the fun for everybody else, and that's really the truth. And uh, it's just crazy. I really do feel sometimes, like especially when I've done these churches, that like there is a disconnect between us. And what we do on social media oh, yeah. and how we present the Greek community on, on social media and these old school people that are so rooted in this like old, just backwards way did, that really start to like, it, it just causes this conflict. And it really is like, you don't like me because I am just the opposite of what you think I should be. Yeah. And that's a problem in your brain. But also there is out. a place like for me, I love my Greek community, right? I love I my like church. parts of the Greek right? community. I'll be real. I like parts of it. There's right. parts of it that are still really complicated. Right. And that's annoying. Not, and there's and it comes out in it these comes ways out this way. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right. Which is like for me. And I think there, you see this also like kind of in dating because I when I, I lived in Greece from 18 to 23, I moved back to America and I was like, well, I dated Greek guys there. I'm going to date Greek guys here. That is when I discovered different. I never dated a Greek guy here. Never. I'm married to a Greek guy. Never. You can't date a Greek I guy can't here. Date Greek you, where are you going oh, to go after? You're going to go Greek, his mom's Greek, Greek American. No, I can't. I, I, I love my Greek culture. And I feel like you yeah, know, there's, there's my New York side where if like you get that, like amazing. But there's a Greek side where it's like, all right, I've been fortunate enough where like the guys that I've dated, if they when they're not Greek, they do understand that like Euro... Like there's something there. There's yeah. like a spice, mm -hmm. but like the Greek American guys, I'd be like, that's the. I mean, that's the other. There's a disconnect between the Greek American and Greek. Yeah, first that's of all, a Greece, huge thing most too. Yeah, people like they they must think we're fascists with like the freaking oh Greek yeah, yeah, yeah flag <laughs> tattoos like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we love our Greek flag tattoos. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, and then like you know some of them. I I remember when I came here, I was. I, I look, I, I went, I was in the debating club and that's why I was in Greece. I was on the debating team. I got to travel all over Europe to do debating tournaments. And then 
I've been to Turkey a few times because Turkey is the location of Koch University. That is the name of the university, Koch. Yes. Koch? It's spelled the same, <laughs> but it's pronounced Koch, K-O-C. We're always thinking about cocks here. Anyway, so I went to that university a few times for debating tournaments, and I would have Greek-American, this one guy I went on a date with, he goes, you've been to Turkey? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, your grandmother is rolling in her grave. Oh, And I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are talking to me like that? Yeah. You want to talk about my grandmother? That's absolutely <laughs> insane. Like, because they've never, they can't see beyond this 1969 mentality. It's no. like, yeah. I, I will say that, like, when I, when I, like, joke with the whole, like, turkey thing, even though I'm, like, relax, there are Greek people there where, like, even so, like, they've turned around and be like, don't tell me you're one of those. And I was like, no, but this is nice that I'm seeing that side of you. Okay. So I've actually gotten to see, like, a completely different side now with, like, Greek men there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, in Greece? Yeah. Oh, Greek men in Greece are elite are you kidding oh so you're referring to like here yeah i'm only oh, referring to greek americans oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. they got it greek okay. americans are like i won't even touch the money you use their money and i'm yeah, like i did a story where i was like what yeah. is wrong flying with you with turkish airlines and someone dm's me they're like how dare I you i wouldn't give them one penny mm. I, I, was I got like, asked to do a free hair transplant in turkey oh really did and you, go? you look good i didn't go should oh. i do it no <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about that later. Oh. But uh, anyway, I but the whole thing about Turkey, that was a big I, it was a conversation I had to have with a few people. And ultimately, I decided not to do it because just timing wise, I, I yeah. haven't really figured out when to go. But I think I probably will eventually do it. It is free and I might just go. And uh, but <laughs> but the, the fact that there's like weird, you, like Greece, Turkey up. relations I have to figure out before I get my hair done is like unbelievable it's to crazy. me. Like, it's crazy. get over it. And the thing is, like, I don't think Greek Americans realize that like Greek people in Greece, like 55 percent of them are atheists. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, and I'm like, that's no, the crazy you're part the minority of it all here. Yeah. You know, well, like, the, the thing is, is like because they're all baptized. They all, celebrate, they all celebrate their name days. Well, yes, we're also you know. we're also blessed because we grew up in New York, right? Yeah. But when you go, when I've gone to like Ohio, for example, and you go to these Greek communities and you go to these Greek churches, you realize that it's all ingrained in them because this is the actually in sub in suburban life, suburban the life, way yeah. that America has built their stupid country. The only community centers we have yeah. is a church, church is at the end of the day. Day, yeah. or is around yeah. the church so people get grow up in it and they get involved in it and then they stay in it and it kind of breeds this mentality yeah. you have to separate matchmaker maria yeah and then alexandra and tasso's daughter mm. yeah these absolutely. are two different. different people on when i'm at church i'm alexandra and tasso's daughter i'm not first of all if you want me to talk to you about dating i'm going to invoice you <laughs> yeah 100%. like this is my job yeah i'm just like i don't ask you for free accounting advice Oh, if you're my friend, I'll obviously listen to your there's, dating advice. That's my job. Yeah. That's my that's yeah, yeah, the duty yeah. of being a friend. But right, otherwise, right. I'm like, oh, you're single, cool. Yeah, yeah. My website. Yeah. Agapimatch.com. Yeah. I, I got right? a parking ticket today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So yes. should we take a question? Because this is a hotline episode and we have left our guests just. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I love fun. questions. Okay. I'm really good at this. On this I'm great at. This is this is my bread and butter right here. <laughs> Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? Hi. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Maria. Hi, oh, Gus. Hi, she Gus. sounds Greek. Yeah. You, saw, Greek. you saw how she said Maria? Uh, not Greek. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Don't Where, tell us yet. Don't tell us yet. Egyptian. Uh, no, I'll keep talking. Uh, Indian, sure. no, South Asian. Correct. India. <laughs> 
Indian. Yeah, yeah. Got it. No, I'm, I'm glad we got it because it was, was going to get real offensive yeah. real quickly. I know. I just want to say I've been to a Mendy before and everyone thought I was Indian. So I think I was Indian in a past life. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> you, you look Punjabi. Yeah. I, was, I love the dance. Go ahead. So um, I have two questions. Um, one is uh, I've, I've been intentionally dating. I've been following you. Um trying to use the tips and I feel like I'm learning and growing, gaining clarity as I'm dating. But it's so difficult to stay positive. Like every time a situation ends and I decide, okay, this is this is not for me. I'm gonna walk away from this. It just takes time to like, you know, regroup and then get back in the dating game. Mm any tips for staying positive you feel that i want to hear what you have to say that's a great question yeah that's a great question well if i can speak from my experience Uh it's often because we're expecting this thing to be it and we put a lot of emphasis on something and then when it's not we're kind of at least for me then it's like a letdown and instead of like focusing on this one person and you know i just go with the flow without any expectation it's like Hoping, wanting, feeling, and then I let it go. And then I forget it out of my life. But that's what I do. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But it's still a letdown, but it's like I try not to... It, it fucking sucks, bro. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it no, really it does. Sucks. I got it. I talked about this in therapy extensively this yeah, week. Yeah, it's just like so, you want something. Let's hear it. Well, because I went to a party on Saturday where it was all gay men, and I really was like, I started to really feel self-conscious, and then I went home that night, and it was, I was, I was feeling the same way where it was like, it's hard for me to like recuperate from this and like find the positive and like keep going, and then the next day I went to a different party and I had a great time, and it was like the opposite experience, mm-hmm. and I talked about my to my therapist about it and he was like there is an energy that people give off in these environments and sometimes like you're giving off the right energy and sometimes it doesn't click with everybody but it's not about like people find me attractive or I'm doing well or I'm connecting with everybody it's more about like what strengths of mine am I bringing to the table and how can I play to those strengths? Mm -hmm. Because like dating and relationships and sex isn't for me about like, I'm hot and everybody has to love me. It's like, no, I am me and I have these skills and these strengths and the people that will like those strengths, I have to play to them to attract those people. And so if I just view it as like, I'm just attracting, I'm being authentically myself and I'm just attracting people that are also authentically themselves and match with me, then that's important. And I can keep moving forward if I'm doing that and not worrying about like, does this person like me? Am I ugly? Am I this? Am I that? And beating myself up for things that aren't really real at the end of the day. But I do have a question for her. Is it dating to like for marriage and kids? Yes. Um, so I am 39 years old. Um, Young. And I've, uh, I started dating much later in life. Uh, good for you. I would yeah. say... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said good for you. <laughs> uh, so it, it was more so because I was focused on school and then relocating from India to the US. Right. Uh, just establishing my, myself in a foreign country, like that took time. And I feel good about that. But uh, just like trying to find the right person uh, because 
I do have some of my deal breakers. I go in like screening that and then what are you your know, deal breakers? In- yeah, I want to hear that. Um, I don't want to date or get with somebody who has kids. Why? You're, wait, you're 39? Yes. Remove that deal breaker right now. I what? agree. I agree with that. Well, you have <laughs> to date men with kids. You have to. Uh, you're not 29. <laughs> yeah. You're that's 39. Cool. Your core demo and like the people that are maybe emotionally resilient enough to even date you, they have kids. Uh, yeah. I would just say is like, I listen, like. It, as women, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I think like there, there's this expectation of how a relationship is supposed to look. And of course it's like, you know, you do, you have the things that you love, like what, how you want it to look. But like what Maria is saying is like, there is a different demographic, like even, you know, she might still end up with a guy who has no kids. Exactly. 100%. Right. But you're, you're creating but like, this box. This like narrow. That's yeah. like trying to score a field goal. Speaking of because field goals, it, oh, they're Super Bowl. It's all field goals. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's you're trying to score a field goal with like, like an ice hockey box instead of the football box. Yeah, because you, know, you like, never know where one experience is going to bring you to the next. Right. So I think like that's what I was trying to say is like I, I don't want to sound like cliche and like you know like oh like woo woo and and shit, but you know it's like have like what you would want to feel like in the ideal picture and like feel it, but then you got to kind of like let it go because we truly never really know what we quote unquote want or like Karma what's juju, meant for man. us. I, all, I believe in that dating juju. If you keep yourself open to opportunities, maybe one guy that has kids, you date him and you know, it doesn't work out, but maybe you meet his and coworker. And you're at that party. Exactly. You're at that party. And like that happened to me on a date. I had like terrible date and I was catching eyes with someone else at another mm. table. I digress. But yeah, I think, I think like have your things and then just like, <laughs> don't put so much pressure on you. Like I have what to get deal breakers I was you? also on a terrible date where I hooked up with a bartender that night and had to tell the dude to go home. And I went home with the bartender. And yeah. so I feel you, Maria. Christina anyway, but I, I don't, I, I, um, I, I also wouldn't want to date a man with no kids. So I'm kind of on, on her team. Um, but you I want kids. I don't want kids. So that's a different, that's different for me because I just different. don't want kids. And you're also she doesn't want to date somebody with kids. And so I understand that. And I you're understand that in that age, ages. there's different yes. ages. So right? totally different. Um, yeah. I, I, we're trying to like beat a clock here. It's mm, not even about yeah. the age. Exactly. Especially you know? if you want kids. Yeah. Right. I'm, and you look, chances are you will probably be with someone who doesn't have kids, but just get that off the table. Now, what are, what other deal breakers do you have? Um, somebody who does not have like any addictions, because I don't want somebody who smokes, um, you know, socially drinking is fine, but not someone who's an alcoholic. Um, okay. What other? Those are the two main ones. Uh, You're 39. What's uh, the oldest you would date? Uh, plus about five to seven years. Make it 10. Make it 10. Okay. What okay. if you still, you still might be with someone who's plus eight. What's the difference between eight and seven? You might. Yeah, that's, just, that's fine. Just yeah. Out yeah, I'll be open to that. I'm just going to say, like, my hinge thing is like the 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 um, the age range is set on a on a specific, you know, thing, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, nah. And I recently met someone that was just like talking back and forth and he's younger than that age. And I would have never crossed paths with him because I was like, nope. And I understand like there's certain things where you're like, why? Because like younger men, the mentality, you know, even though I like like sure. to give the benefit of the doubt because it's like I don't believe everyone's just one thing. Like that's bullshit. Like there are men there that are a little bit more advanced. I met some 45 year old men. Th- that, that are guy, exactly. that's a planer at Metropolis. I think they he's go, a man child. Yeah. Man-child. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just baby girl. It's also like go have fun. 
Go, go date a younger man. Go date the older man. Go date the, the older man that has kids. And it's just like experience as well, because it's like, it's not all about like meeting someone, marriage, and then end of life. It's also like you're, you have this one life to experience and you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Oh, and I think when we, yes. when we find that great. energy and that love <laughs> so and good. that vibrancy, like we, we, we want to follow that. And I think that's the most beautiful thing that you can do. That was beautiful. That was good. I want to add one more thing. Um, and you might appreciate this because you're both in the arts, but I was listening to an interview by, is her name Bryce? Who, Ron Howard's mm. daughter. That, that, yes, that name sounds familiar, actually. I think it is Bryce. Is it Bryce? Anyway, Ron Howard's daughter. Fuck, what's her name? Bryce? Bryce, Dow Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, yeah, yeah. I knew there was a city there in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was a city in yeah, there. Yeah, the one that looks just like, what's her name? Je um, the, yeah. the Jessica. Yes, Jessica now Chastain. I, now Jessica Chastain. There's actually yes. a song that she made. Oh, it's on yeah, yeah. YouTube she's like, like yeah. I'm not they've, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, they become very <laughs> self-aware about anyway. it. There's another one that looks just like them, too, that's like, in the, wor the worst of the movies. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think Bryce gets the best. Jo Jessica gets the best movies. Bryce gets like second tier. And then this other one gets third tier. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so Bryce was giving this interview and I thought it was really fantastic. And I think it'll, and I think it applies here. So I guess when she was like 16, she went gambling with her grandmother. Um, oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. And her grandmother was like, you know, I guess teaching her about odds and stuff like, you know, how many times do you think, you know, her son's Ron Howard, how many casting calls do you think someone has to go on before they get a part? And she's like, I don't know, grandma. And she's like 64. And because she heard that at 16, then when she went, you know, she started auditioning, she got her first role at like, I think like the 48th audition. And her manager said to her, I really thought you would have quit way sooner. She's like, no, I knew I had to get to 64. And I think, dear listener, you need to put in a number. You're 39. Chances are you're going to probably marry the the next, the, some guy in the next 30 dates. So just open it up for opportunity. Mm -hmm. And just be like, all right, that date's gone. Now I'm closer. Like reverse engineer it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you could you could easily I f I don't know anything about you and I'm going to just throw it out there, the intention. But I want to believe you can easily find someone if the opportunities are there. You put yourself in those opportunities. You've got 12 months. Next Valentine's Day, you're going to call in. And you're going to tell me I'm getting married. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. OK. That's, yeah. Put it out there. I mean, yeah, my mom said that to me once. She was like, you know, when I was your age, I slept with half of Athens and I was like, I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't wrong. Like that's the going Our back parents, to what Christina said yeah. though. It's like, you are giving yourself the opportunities in yeah. life and that's very important. Just yes. And, and that experience like in comedy and improv, like we always say yes. And because like, you never know when the, the next funny thing is going to take you somewhere. And like, that's the juicy part. Yeah. That's life. Yes. And I don't know if this is true or if this was just a TikToker, you know, pulling my arm this weekend, but someone like she's on the camera with like, a black eye and she's like you shouldn't lie about knowing how to roller skate <laughs> because apparently she rolled off oh the yeah stage. she was oh yeah, yeah yeah that was the woman that rolled yeah, yeah 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 the woman that rolled off the stage during the usher performance yeah i see a girl saying yes to opportunities there yeah, yeah. <laughs> i that, see yeah that's it that's the mentality roller skate on stage with usher at the super bowl it's go. okay if you fall off you've got that on the resume yeah shark you got dance. a great tiktok video now yeah <laughs> You're famous. Before we wrap up this episode, mm. um, what is the dating situation now between the both of you? Let's put our intentions out. Me and Gus are dating. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I've, you know, ever since my mom died, I, I thought she was right. I saw the light. I'm a heterosexual now. Yes. <laughs> <This is it. laughs> uh, no. 
No, no. But uh, I would rock her world is what I would say. (laughs) Are you currently dating anyone? Uh, No, I'm not currently dating anybody. And I'm not even like thinking about dating. I'm really in in like I'm in a ho space. And that's a a ho phase. phase. I would say like a ho era. Mm hmm. A whole album cycle, if you will, like a whole tour, <laughs> the Eras tour, work, yes, work, work, period, 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 <laughs> and uh, and I'm I'm actually happy with that. I'm good. I'm that. good. And you know, you know, get tested. That's what, that's, <laughs> that's what I would say. Uh, there you go. I just went we'll yesterday. Include a link. On that was my Valentine's Day gift to myself. Is I, I had to go. I had to go get my regular I'm three month testing, and that's something I actually just recommend for everybody. Is like if you do are, you do, do you do prep too? I, I am on prep, oh, and good. I'm going to start Doxy soon, or I'm going to have Doxy because do you know what Doxy is? Yeah. And so I'm really excited about it. And I do recommend getting tested every three months because that's what I do. That's great. Yeah. Peace I recommend mind. everyone should do yeah, peace, peace of mind. Of mind. And I love and that it's you're so easy prep. to do I it think, in the city. I think prep is amazing too. Prep is great. It's once I a day. So you can also how do. How lucky are we to live in an era yeah. where yeah. there is preventative HIV medication? If everybody that doesn't have HIV is would be on prep and everybody that ha- is HIV positive took their medication regularly, we could eliminate oh, and yeah. eradicate HIV in, in a generation. generation. Yeah. But, but, let's do but it. unfortunately, but, but no, but no, you know, they're not the yes and people. They're no. the but, they're the but no. no. Yes, exactly. How about you? You texted me something about you're doing 12 day rule with someone. Does he know? <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> no. So I do that sporadically. So I've been testing it out and it's been interesting. So I have my whole phase and then I have like, like, so this is my thing. Like I'm dating. I'm not dating one. Pro- I'm dating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll yeah. go, I'm, I'm dating. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll have my whole day, you know, if I see someone and I'm like, no, but how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, girls got to eat. That's the whole phase. But if there's someone that makes me go, huh, then I just pause because. Yeah. I have said this, this before. Right I Yeah. 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 It, it's time, if I now. if I sleep with you on the first date, I don't like you. Yeah. No. Huh. Listen, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> informative it's it's a variety it's like something i I never i never heard it's just it's different i think it's like i don't have set rules i think it's more about like ebbing and flowing and and figuring Uh, out the vibe you know what i mean so there's some people where i'm like this is fun this is it like it is what it is i'm not like this has to be like this but if there's someone like there before i went to greece i was like dating someone we went on a few dates and there was just like a like there was a voice inside of me that was like i'm not i like yes usually it's like yes let's have some like fuck let's, do, let's something. do whatever but something was like hmm and then i like took a step back and i was like not yet and then i saw it where his moves were calculated mm. like here's a date this is the next date this is that date now it's time for sex and i was just like mm. I was like, that's so not like if it happens. You have to fun. follow that instinct, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And there was nothing yeah. wrong. I'm not saying like he's a bad person or anything like that, because no. even for us, like growing up, I was like, OK, like third day is usually this is when it happens because you get to know someone because it's also like, let's see who this person is, like mm-hmm. their energy. Right. But just that in general, I just felt like I'm also at a, at a place in my like I've always been like this, but I'm like, I like a real connection, whether it's like it's once in like a lifetime and we're never going to see each other again, but there is something real or we're just, it's a few months. You know what I mean? It's like human to human connection rather than just like, Oh, I guess I'll hit her up and whatever that exists too. But it's like, I just saw it where I was like, Oh, I really want something like meaningful, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, even if I never see you again. And this wasn't like on like that kind of wavelength. It was like too calculated and it just took, 
the spontaneity and like curiosity out yeah. for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. So then that's when I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? No. So I just pause and do the tw- like. Listen, you're probably not going to agree, but it might be a six. Date, Rules date are meant me. to be broken. Babe. Exactly. It's okay. So it's like it's more about it's like the intention of getting to know them instead of yeah. just being like, oh, it's third date. Now yeah. we gotta do it. No, you don't. Yeah, I don't like that. that? I definitely like, feel I like don't... before I was I was in a five year relationship with with Dave, and so I definitely feel like before that I had some bad habits when it came to dating that I d- was w- were preventing me from having that fun. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like thinking all like, does him? Does he love me? You know? And it's like I was never having fun, and now I'm so. The question is, do I love him? Right. I never thought, do I like this person? Do I get along with this person? Is this person a good match for me? I never, I had so so many bad habits and like now I've relinquished a lot of them. There's some that have stayed that I'm like very self-aware of, but I'm like, all right. But I'm having it's it's good to like have that fun and be like I'm just connecting with this person and if I yeah, there's there's so much there when you actually find that when you find someone that's like, it's not just black and white and it's just like the. There's like Geffy in it. I don't know how to explain it. I just remember two months before I met my husband, I said yes to everyone. Yes. Not yes for sex. I'm saying, yeah, we're going on a date. Yeah. You want to meet tonight at the Ukrainian restaurant? Sure. Let's go. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. free. Like I was just saying yes to as many dates as possible because I was like, some guy in the next six months is my husband and I'm I'm not going to meet if I'm saying no to people. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Very Shonda Rhimes of you. I know. Year of yes. <laughs> it was the year of yes. I did not read her book, but I did read the back of the page. Well, the I mean, it's that, that was, was enough. enough. The title honestly like, says it. it all. Just take a year, just say yes year. to shit. You know, it's like you don't need to read. I, someone got me it for New Year's, and I was like, I, I know. I read the front cover. Thank I you. But I will, I will read it because I do love her. But yes, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, Gus, Christina, it was really nice having you on the Ask Thank a My Speaker podcast. Us. This is a lot of fun. And I'm I'm gonna where can people find you? At Constantly Gus on all social media. Very simple. Yeah, on at Christina Mavronas, C H Christina. Mav- Christina Mavronas or Christina Mavronas on all socials as well. I'm gonna include those tags in the episode <laughs> notes. I want you to follow them. They're really, really funny. Um, trust me. And uh, you know, of course, obviously follow me in the podcast so that you know about the next hotline so that you can call in and ask your question too. Gus, Christina, thanks again. And thank you, listener. Little housekeeping. I don't know why we're doing housekeeping at the end, but we're doing housekeeping now. Uh, you know, if you want to work with me, if you want to work with our team, show notes has all the ways can work together. And there's still a few spots left for our girlship degrees. It's in a couple months. Hope to see you there. That's it. Be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>